Alrighty, guys, this is DJ Phoebes coming to you live from the Rebel Radio Stewart studio this fine, fine Monday afternoon. It's been a beautiful day out, and I've been so excited for this week's album as it is one of my favorite people, favorite voices, favorite music, favorite lyrics, favorite everything, and I'm so, so excited to be going over Chris Stapleton's album starting over today. I think there's something about his voice that is so natural and gritty and earthy and weathered that it really pulls a lot of people in. He feels like this sort of cool older uncle who has lived a lot of life and just sits on the front porch strumming away. I could really listen to his voice forever and always. If I had to listen to one voice for the rest of my life, it would probably be his. It's just feels very homey and comforting and the lyrics he sings match that perfectly um, which is normally very hard to find in artists and so his voice is just great his lyrics are intricately written with this purpose and meaning behind each word and in between each verse and chorus and he has this folktale storytelling um, about the storybook sort of love and life the way he sings about life is the way i want to live um i want to live the life that he sings about as it just feels also romantic and um, it feels like there's a lesson to be learned with every song and every stage of life and it's really cool that he can do that and I think he knows the power his voice has and his lyrics and so he doesn't do too much with instrumentation on this album um, just to really highlight his voice and the lyrics and um, make that be the center part instead of this kind of busy distraction behind it, which I think is really cool. So this is a very stripped down acoustic bare album, which is so cool because that just gives us the opportunity to see it for what it is. And something I've noticed just through listening to this album is he's so patient with each song. He doesn't rush through. He doesn't try to get to the point or get to the chorus or the bridge, but instead he just kind of lets it flow the way it flows. Um, and he's really in no rush. And it's super nice because a lot of times people people are in a rush. They're in a rush to get to the good part of the song, but he just kind of lets us savor each word as he sings it. And so Chris Ableton is from Lexington, Kentucky. He moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 2001 to pursue an engineering degree at Vanderbilt. So he's got a brain um, behind the voice and he ended up dropping out to pursue his career in music, and so um, he got a contract with Seagale Music, and that's really when he began to write and publish um, his own music. And as of 2018, Stapleton has written or co-written over 170 songs, and that is crazy. And six of those have been number one country songs, and so that is an extreme uh, tell of – all that he can do with his creative mind and his voice and his talents. And so I think that's super cool. Um, but he, he's done a lot and I know it was probably a little bit shocking to see that we were doing a country album on today's show as country music isn't a genre I often cover. Um, but Chris Stapleton is the only reason why I would ever tell someone I somewhat enjoy country music just because of, um, the storytelling feeling that he gives throughout each song. And so the first song, we're going to be listening to is starting over and this is my favorite song um probably that i've found in the past year as there are just so many sweet memories of last summer um attached to this song and the first two seconds of the song really bring me this sense of euphoria 
solely because that simple strum of the guitar just gives me a flashback to every good thing that ever happened to me this past summer. The guitar is so simple yet so revolutionary and wonderful and right when you hear the opening of the song, you know that the next three minutes of your life will be enjoyed just as his voice washes over you and you get to hear him sing you this beautiful, beautiful song. And it tells this tale of a love that is about to embark on a new adventure. Seems as though he's, you know, been in one place for too long and is ready for some kind of change. So he's talking to this girl about how the future may be hard, but they'll be able to get it, get through it because they are together. They're starting over, starting fresh, which can be something very scary. But knowing that you have someone to be there with you all along the way um, is super comforting. And he has this lyric that says, nobody wins afraid of losing. The hard roads are the ones worth choosing. And so he is kind of um, excited about choosing the harder path because he knows there's going to be so much good to come out of it. And that good wouldn't come from the situation if he didn't choose the harder path, which I think is super cool. And you know, sometimes the hardest parts of our lives do lead us to the best parts of our lives. And um, I think he does a super cool thing with this song talking about um, this extremely kind of hard to capture feeling about um, being scared but expectant of what the future is going to hold. Um, And so, yeah, I think this is a great first song to start on as it really highlights a lot of the best parts of Chris Stapleton. Every mile 
track we're going to be listening to is When I'm With You. And this is an extremely simple and slow song and it starts off with this sorty, sort of steady waltz of the bass and then you know a twinge or two of the guitar will pop in here and there and there's this higher harmony that adds just a lot of character and oomph to the lyrics and kind of puts a person behind the girl he's talking about as there's a girl singing with him. And he tells the tale of a love in this song that encourages him to be better the better version of himself. You know, when he's with her, he feels like all of his dreams that he has ever dreamt have all come true in that moment. And there's nothing else good in this world aside from this person that he's with. And if nothing he ever does in his life will ever matter after he dies, it's okay because he experienced a love like this, which is all he could ever ask for. The song starts and ends in the same way. It says... I'm 40 years old, and it looks like the end of the rainbow ain't no pot of gold. And so I think it kind of talks about how she is the pot of gold. Like, she is this magical being of love and magic and wonder and excitement. Um, And he has believed all this time that there was this pot of gold or riches that was going to be at the end of the rainbow whenever you really make it to a certain point in life. But really, it's a person. And so I think we kind of see that as we go through this album. But I, I think my only critique of this song is it, it ends too suddenly. It, it doesn't really have like a good closing, closing sound. It sounds like, you know, there's no conclusion. If you're writing an essay, you know, you have, a, you have an introduction and then the body pra- paragraphs and then the uh, conclusion. And it, it feels like it's lacking that, um, which is something I always notice when I listen to the song. But it's obviously an artistic thing, and I'm sure he knows better than me, but this song is, is really wonderful. That was just my only, only critique. I'm 40 years old And it looks like the end of the rainbow Ain't no part of gold The things that I've done I doubt anyone will remember after I'm gone The places I've been There's some I'd go back to and 
track is going to be titled Arkansas and this is a little bit more rock and roll you know it shows off the richness and heaviness of his voice the scratches and kind of this earthy gritty weathered kind of man who's lived a life out west fighting buffaloes and bears and I don't know it just sounds like that it makes him sound like he's lived this full and adventurous life that I want to hear about he really sounds like a rock star in the song it has this great guitar and drum and it makes you feel like you are in the 80s but country I guess and he makes Arkansas sound so cool and awesome and I've never thought about Arkansas in that way before listening to the song and he's really just talking about having a fun trip he took with friends to Arkansas and to Memphis and how the kids there know how to get down and get rowdy and there's not too much really emotionally going on in the song but I really think it kind of shows all he can do 
You know, there's a very intricate song like starting over of this new path of life and a heart melting song like when I'm with you. Just to a song talking about how he likes to get drunk in Arkansas. And I guess you could say he's a man who can really do it all when it comes to songwriting. My Life is going to be the next song, and it's very similar to When I'm With You. So it's kind of that sweet, lovey-dovey love song um, in a storytelling way of just this beautiful person that he has very strong feelings for, and he's able to word them a lot better than most people these days. And this song, uh, you know, he considers himself to be the luckiest man alive simply because he has experienced the love that this lady is able to give to him. She took his breath away when he first saw her and continues to do the same every day as she takes his hand, and he considers her to be the joy of his life. While some have their riches or status, he has her which is more than okay with him. 
and this feels very simple but has this heavy rhythm to it. I, I can almost just imagine him playing this guitar so effortlessly and naturally you can kind of hear it whenever the guitar comes in. It's just so flawless and it just has no mistake because you can just tell he's been playing for so long. It's almost second nature to him. You know, this is something it feels like has always come easy for him. It's just been kind of a natural. And, and I kind of talked about this earlier, but in this song especially, you can really tell he's not in any rush of any kind to get through the song, but he's just kind of allowing us to really feel and experience the song the way he wants us to do. Joe. 
The next song we're going to be listening to is one of the sweetest sad songs I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> oh man, every time I listen to it, it just makes me cry. No, not actually. It makes me want to cry. But this song is about his dog, Maggie. It's called Maggie's Song and the story of all of this life that he has experienced with this dog, with him and his family as he has grown. And, you know, they found her in a shopping cart outside a store and took her home. And he came with her as him and his wife, you know, grew their family and their kids and moved on to this plot of land. And Maggie watched the kids grow up and just got to experience so much critical so many critical moments in his life with him and all the different chapters he lived through. You know, she protected his kids and he loved, she loved playing in the snow and chasing squirrels. And, you know, she has now since passed. And he wrote this song just to speak of the legacy that this dog's friendship left on his life. And it kind of has this sort of gospel sound to it as this organ comes in and plays and it's almost like a eulogy of some sorts at a church and just paying um respects to all that this dog did for him and his family and he tells um this this dog maggie after she has died run maggie run with the heart of a rebel child run maggie run be as free as you were wild and it is just so good it's good I'm not even that big of a dog person (laughs) it's just so sweet and um towards the end of the song he talks about whenever Maggie died uh she woke up in the morning couldn't couldn't use her legs anymore so he, he laid down next to her and she put her head on his hand like she did so many times and that is when he said goodbye and he just creates such a beautiful work of art out of this really sad thing that might seem like not so big of a deal to other people but to him it was a huge loss um and he just talks about the death of a close friend and pet and makes work out of this and the ending of just a really sweet chapter with um this dog that meant so much to him let me tell you a story about an old friend of mine Somebody left her in a shopping cart and a parking lot for us to find. Just a fuzzy black pup. She was hungry and feeling alone. We put her in the back seat. Told her we were taking her home. Run, Maggie, run with a heart of a rebel child. later we moved out on the farm she followed those kids around yes she kept them safe from harm and she loved to chase squirrels and playing out in the snow she'd take off like a bullet man you should have seen her go
sailing on a Monday, the day that Maggie died. She woke up and couldn't use her legs, so I lay down by her side. She put her head on my hand like she'd done so many times. I told her she was a good dog, then I told her goodbye. With the heart of a rebel child Oh, run, Maggie, run Be just as free as you are I had a revelation That's attracted to the whole I can tell you right now That a dog has a soul And I thought to myself As we buried her on the hill I never knew me a better dog And I guess I never will Run, Maddie, run With the heart of a rebel child Oh, run, Maddie, run Be just as free as you are You Should Probably Leave is the next song, and this is one of his more popular songs. It talks um, kind of about this tension that you feel as the night gets later and you're you're with someone you like or you feel deeply for, but you know it won't be the best idea for them to stay the night. And he voices these internal struggles and the tension of, do I tell her to stay and tell her what she wants to hear, or do I do what I know is best and tell her that she should probably leave? Then goes into this idea... In the last verse about um, this kind of fear he has that if if she does end up staying in the morning, they wake up together and she, she doesn't stay with him, but instead tells him that she should probably leave. So maybe he doesn't want her to stay because of this fear that she will end up having to leave no matter what. And, and I think um, this is a very interesting song about a very interesting situation as a lot of it, these songs are, but... <clears throat> He does that thing I was talking about of just not rushing and just kind of letting his songs play out and reach their full potential. And I didn't know how to describe it, but I guess this song has a bit of a more like a kick to it than the other love songs, a sort of rock and roll bad guy vibe to it paired with this, you know, perfect, sweet, intricate songwriting and ability to just capture these moments perfectly in time. I know it ain't all that liberty you should probably leave. I recognize that look in your eyes, yeah, you should probably leave. Cause I know you and you know So you should probably leave 
The last song on this album is titled Nashville, Tennessee, and this is a really, really, really cool song. It's it's a lot slower and more reminiscent, and it just talks about his time moving away from the place where he spent so much time growing as an artist and kind of discovering all that it meant to write music and to make music, and he talks about closing down bars in Nashville, just sitting sitting there writing down lyrics and just kind of delving into this creative side of his mind that he had really never done before. As you know, he was going to Vandy to get an engineering degree. That's very different than becoming a world-renowned singer-songwriter. And so uh, he's just talking about moving away from a place that has taught him so much and built him up to be all that he has become. You know, it's weird moving away. feels as though you're leaving a friend kind of like Maggie's song and and he's able to capture that in such a unique way through the song you know as you leave a place um, whether it's for the summer or the semester or really for um, an indefinite period of time it's it's this sort of loss that's hard to explain because you know it will be there whenever you go but it won't be the same because it's not yours anymore and you can just hear this sadness and this strain in his voice when he's speaking of this place that brought him so much and so many memories and um, so much growth and just kind of saw him start from the bottom. 
and the guitar is it's it's sweet and it's nothing more than it needs to be there's some piano and a female harmony and this ominous sort of twangy guitar in the background creating this dramatic sort of longing sound when mixed with all of the other instruments um, and this is the last song on this album which makes me think this album was also sort of a close of a chapter um, you know he kind of starts in starting over talking about beginning this new life and uh, I think throughout this entire album he is kind of looking back on the good times the bad times the love and the heartbreak the fears um, all that come with that that past chapter that he was leaving and now this feels like it's kind of putting a cap to it all of just you know paying his respects to the place that saw him throughout this chapter and now as he moves on um, he's able to hold on to this song to remind himself of all that Nashville really was to him. So long ago it seems And we closed down A million bars Yeah, you and me we come so far You showed me how to write a song We wrote some right We wrote some wrong I was down and out You let me in And times were my only friend So long Nashville, Tennessee You can't have left to me and as far as I can tell it's high time I wish you well you built me up you set me free you tore down my memories so you be you and I'll be me so long Nashville Tennessee Now you won't miss me when I'm gone Your custom made for moving on And time to time I'll pass you by Face that I don't recognize Who knows maybe it's from now You'll be the one I think about But I just can't imagine that Cause I'm not one for looking back so long Nashville, Tennessee You can't have what's left to me And as far as I can tell It's our time I wish you well You built me up, you set me free You tore down my memories So you be you and I'll be me So long Nashville, Tennessee Nashville, Tennessee. 
All right. Well, that song was a sad note to end on, but it did really close up the entire album and just all that we got to see about Chris Stapleton today um, from his album starting over. I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in and listening to today's show, Album Digest. We will be back in the booth next week. You know, there aren't too many weeks left in uh, this semester, but we will be back next week with another episode of Album Digest.